The following is a presentation of the Noise Space Network. Find more great podcasts at noisespace.xyz. Previously on Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. The snack keeper came in and died? In your body? Yeah, yeah. Ed, this is an egg. This came out of your body. I'm gonna put it, like, in the basement or something, because this is gross. Oh, hello, sugar. It's me, it's Annie Lennox. I, I hope you're doing all right, but I there's something I gotta, I gotta tell you. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to see you here. I feel an intruding presence erecting a psychic barrier to keep me out. Wait, what? I have to warn you, it's coming from, it's coming from your basement here. <laughs> Snack Keeper? I thought you were... No, I'm alive with you, Emily. Now, end the show. End the show! No! Oh my god, the egg. Southern California three decades ago. Two red souls were brought to this earth separated by just a scant few miles and unbeknownst to each other. The fates kept them separate as they grew from brass whelps into homosexual young women with hard opinions about cheaply made processed foods. One of them, a black clad warrior fighting for metals heavy and corn syrups high fructose. The other, a living embodiment of no-calorie soda, literally begging the gods to strike her down where she stands, or at least strike her with a cease and desist order. Now the world has united these two to clash over their cheap foodstuffs, and we meet them here, the battlefield where they are destined for eternal combat. Ladies and ghouls, it is my pleasure to welcome you to Diet Coke and Lilith's House of Snacks. are you doing today, Lilith? How the fuck am I doing? Yeah, that's right. I swear no. I've wow. never sworn before on this show, but now yeah, it's a starting. new thing. Um, yeah. I'm all right. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm swearing in honor of it being our Sopranos special. Now, what does that mean? It means that we can we can we can friggin' uh, jibber jabber for a little while longer. I just thought uh-huh. of that stupid thing to say. Well, <laughs> I'm just I'm 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 I see because I've never seen the show. Oh, okay. And so I'm a little. Um, is it like 
like a spiritual predecessor to Glee? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. I would say in many ways it's a spiritual predecessor to Glee. Okay. <laughs> like everybody's singing and everybody's they have singing. High voices. It's set at a high school. They yes. do like uh, jukebox musical style covers of pop wow. songs. Uh, Why haven't I Mr. seen Mr. Shoe? He, he, he. Uh, okay, this the, is starting to veer into. I think I think Mr. Ryan Murphy might uh, owe somebody a check. I think so, I think so. I was kind of surprised when when Glee debuted and it had the exact same premise and uh, plot as The Sopranos. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Now I'm I'm I understand that Gandalf is in this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually it's a combination character. It's 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 Gandalf from the Lord of the Rings, and uh-huh. it's Mister Feeny from Boy Meets World, and they kind of uh, roll them into one guy. Into Gandalf Feeny, and so he's kind of like he has he wears the robe, he has the staff, and <laughs> he he hangs out in his backyard and gives his neighbor's son who comes to his school advice. Mr. Matthews. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Matthews, thou shalt not pass. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> no, The Soprano was a show about a bunch of uh, mobsters, of course. We're, what? We're silly business over. <laughs> they're committing crimes. They're doing crimes. They're, you know, they're not... They're they're not nice people. The uh the this this Soprano family. I was trying to think if there was a nice uh member of the Soprano family. The Sopranos is a family. I'm not sure if you were aware. Okay. Oh, is the their last, last name, name Soprano? Soprano? Yeah. Oh. Oh, um, is they that because they're always high? Because <laughs> they're always high. No, that. Well, I guess you know one of them <laughs> is, but uh, he's not. He's he's a Soprano from like a a side of the family where he has a different last name, but he is related. Oh, okay. Uh, young Christopher tends to be high a lot of the time, but his last name is Monta Moltisanti. Moltisanti. Okay. But we're not really talking about anything. Well, you know, I watched this print. I've been I've been rewatching this show, yes. and I noticed like uh, like a lot of mob movies, there's a uh, a lot of scenes of of gorgeous dinners uh, appearing. You know. On The Soprano, you're getting getting these shots of Carmela's beautiful cooking every time they sit down for Sunday night dinner. They're going to Vesuvio's, Artie Bucco's restaurant. They're having wonderful, splendid Italian meals there. Bucca di Peppo. I thought, hey, we should should try some of the food from this show Uh on this podcast. Okay. Um, And so I I, I get to a scene where uh, the, the villainous Ralph Cifaretto is uh-huh. uh, watching uh, old gladiator movies with uh, a young woman who uh, terrible things will happen to her later in the episode, but right now they're just enjoying some gladiator films together. And she brings him a classic, b- beautiful Sopranos meal. Uh, she brings him a single brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart and a, an ice cold can of Fresca. And you thought that, Oh, I mean, that is, I guess, more in our lane than, like, a beautiful <laughs> Italian spread. Uh, we can't really claim that, like, uh, I was, what's the what's the name of that fancy Italian spaghetti dish that has clams in it? We can't really claim that that's a snack, I don't think. No. I, I, I can't, I can't help you with what that is. And nor can I. So there we are. <laughs> so I'm sure I we're we're gonna. T- I think when we tweet about this episode, we're going to include a picture, a screenshot of this episode of Sopranos that has. Well, I'll tell you 
part of okay. why I was fascinated here is I'm mm-hmm. I'm watching this scene. Yeah. And I see the Pop-Tart, and I see the green can with a little yellow on it, and my first thought is, oh, brown brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart and a ginger ale. That's kind of interesting. That might be a good that combo, That would be a actually. good combo. Uh, and then I look a little closer, and to my horror, it is not it is not a ginger ale, but a fresca. And suddenly... no fucking sense. <laughs> going from like a kind of novel but seems like it might be good idea to just like it instantly flips to just one of the most buck wild food combos I've ever seen on a TV show yeah. in my mind. Yeah. I don't know if uh the implication of is uh is that's all they had in the house cuz they're kind of they're both going through sort of depressive episodes just watching gladiator movies for 3 days straight uh-huh. or uh if uh, cuz the other thing about this character I, uh, you're not familiar with the show I know I'm sorry Christmas is trying so hard for my attention right now uh-huh. um what does crimes. christmas knows about about the sopranos well yeah she's trying to keep it on theme for the sopranos so she's committing some crimes herself I don't know if that the implication is that's all they have in the house, or because I know this character. This character is kind of, uh, you know, he's a he's a he's a bit of a live wire. You know, he's a bit, he's got a bit of a screw loose. He's a bit of a, a wild card. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is just a, meant to indicate his twisted tastes and his twisted beliefs that mm-hmm. he's the kind of guy that sits at home and says, "Yes, dear, please bring me a single, I believe, untoasted." Although that's not expressly stated on the show. Mm-hmm. Brown sugar cinnamon pop, brown sugar cinnamon pop tart. Okay, and a fresca. Uh huh. And I had to try it because I have I because I, I, I'm just so fascinated by the the twisted psychology of this combination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So, I um. You're gonna be trying yours raw. Yeah, that's what you're telling me. I'm be raw dogging it. I am going to try a miniature version of your experiment from last week. From uh, our strawberry that, Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Um, now, Which I'm not... Last week for us, but not last week for the listener. <laughs> oh, right. No, actually, it was two weeks ago for... Damn it. Okay. This is, <laughs> I got all confused because we fucked up the Excel spreadsheet. We, we Yeah, we both just kind of... And I didn't realize it either. We both just kind of... We did last week's episode and then just immediately both of us forgot it. <laughs> happens it happens Put it out of our brain that's the podcaster's curse that's the podcaster's curse so what i'm gonna do uh-huh. is I'm, at, I'm not going to do a pop-tart raw because i fucking tasted a pop-tart raw i don't uh-huh. need to do that in my life and i didn't have time to freeze a pop-tart so um yeah. i'm gonna microwave one pop-tart and toast one pop-tart and i'll tell you no, no reason to freeze it. You're not. <laughs> yeah. um, it's exactly what you'd think it is, which is to say, yeah. not much different from a raw one, <laughs> just yeah. kind of cold. Just kind of cold. Pop tarts, brown sugar, cinnamon, or long flat toaster pastries sold by the Kellogg Corporation. Like their strawberry sibling from a few weeks ago, they are filled with a sweet, sticky goo. Unlike their fruited counterpart, no sprinkles shall you find on the brown sugar cinnamon variety. Just a smooth, smooth sheen of brown sugar glaze. We've tried the knockoff. We've tried another Pop-Tart flavor. So how will these stack up? All right, I'm going to do mine first because you obviously don't have heat retention to worry about. 
Yeah, that's fair. One thing I wanted to discuss, I ended up doing about 35 seconds on my Pop-Tart for when yeah. I was microwaving. Uh-huh. I was checking it every five seconds because I don't give a fuck about the rules. Sure. Um, You're a and, uh, You're just like damn Princess Leia. One thing I noticed when I was checking it is I, if I pressed my fingers into the Pop-Tart as it was starting to get hot is I felt just a slight like tremor in the pop tart like something was like maybe like bubbling inside of it or something oh yeah life to the pop tart (laughs) yeah yeah this pop tart might be alive i'm already noticing it's a lot softer than the uh sure yeah than the the uh toasted pop tart i'm gonna take a bite I'll tell you, while she's taking her bite, I could hear her in the background starting the microwave, and I'm so dumb, because I I had that same experience myself just two weeks ago, but for for the first few slams, I was like, what the hell is she doing? Is she cooking her (laughs) Pop-Tart by slamming it on the floor? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try to bite the same, uh, I'm going to try to make the same first bite that uh, (laughs) Ralph makes in The Sopranos. Okay, so, softer pastry... Sure. But it doesn't have that snap to the, the icing, so not not I don't love it. No, you got that that snap is key. Yeah, I would not do a Pop Tart like this again. <laughs> I've taken a big bite mm-hmm. of mine. And I'll tell you, it's easy to talk shit about raw Pop Tarts, how they taste like being at a con, how yeah. they taste like uh being late for work. Being late for work, being late for school, whatever. Sitting in traffic. Sitting in traffic popping that room temp tart right in your gob. Mm-hmm. But I got to tell you, brown sugar cinnamon is the best flavor for it. It hits hard still. Even raw, it's say, still got yeah. a really nice snap to that frosting. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, I was I was really surprised by how much I enjoyed that bite of, of raw Pop-Tart just now. It, it It's good. It's really good. Mm. I just had a toasted one. Damn. They did it. Mm-hmm. Good job, fellas. <laughs> Brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart. It's a great Pop-Tart. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Were you a brown sugar cinnamon head as a kid, or is it... Uh, or is it? Because some people call it like a more mature flavor because it doesn't have like the sprinkles and shit. But were you, as a child, uh, an appreciator? My Pop-Tart flavor as a child, and you, I feel like you're going to recoil at this. Moore's. You know, they're not for me, but I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to judge anybody. <laughs> uh, there's there's honor in in being a child eating a s'mores pop tart. As far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned, I I like chocolate. I like marshmallow flavor. Sure. Um, you know what's great? What's that kind of brings a similar flavor, but obviously at a completely different part of the uh, temperature spectrum. Ben and Jerry's fish food ice cream. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I, I I'm I'm very familiar with uh, Ben and Jerry's fish food. It's a, it's a great flavor. I'll tell you what that mm-hmm. reminds me of is uh, mm-hmm. I my that's my dad's favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think I do think it's it's less to do with the ice cream and more to do with that he loves fish. My dad is, loves the band Fish. Interesting. And I would always I would steal it from him when he would buy it when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I'd still lived at home because it's fucking good. Those little chocolate fishes in there, ah, uh, they're a delight. My. It's hard for me to nail down a favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor because I I actually, uh, contrary to what I usually talk about with snacks, I I, I often find that a lot of my favorites are constantly being like rotated out. Um, My uh, my all timer um, was the uh, they would have like the cheesecake core. Oh, sure. 
Um, I don't remember what else was in that one, but that mm-hmm. was that was great. The one that I can most consistently find that I would call my BJ's uh, consistent flavor, Stephen Colbert's American Dream. I'll tell you, we, we uh, should do some kind of Ben and Jerry's episode sometime. Yeah, I, I, when we have a million dollars to spend on snacks. Yeah, yeah. We I should I should have tried to take advantage recently. My uh, my local grocery store recently had an insane sale where they were selling Ben and Jerry's for uh, two ninety nine. Whoa! Uh, the pints, which I, which is a price I haven't seen since high school. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I checked again today; they're they're back up to six bucks. That's um, like Walmart store brand pints. Yeah, yeah. American Dream, I when it's at its best, is a top flavor for me. But I, I mm-hmm. find it's it's a real it's a real spin of the spin of the dart. Uh, mm-hmm. What am I trying to say here? It's a real roll of the don't dice. Don't fucking know. <laughs> I feel like half the time I get it, and those bits of ice cream cone in there are just kind of soggy and disappointing. But when you mm-hmm. get it and it's good and they're crisp, oh, mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. nothing better. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say tragedy struck with what used to be my all-time favorite Ben and Jerry's flavor, which was the Boom Chocolata Core. Mm. Um, they have this yeah. like weird chocolate gravel core that. Uh, Mm-hmm. For a time, was the most delightful thing in the world, but I, they've recently changed the recipe, and it just it doesn't hit the same anymore. Um, There's one I got recently. We're just going into Ben and Jerry's casting right now. I'm happy to do it because I'm I'm a real BJ freak. Mm-hmm. I love the I love the pizza uh, restaurant. I love the ice cream flavor, and I love the character on the righteous gemstones. Those are just some of the BJ's that I love. And I love to receive oral sex. <laughs> so. Uh, topped dirt cake is one I had recently, oh, yeah. and say, that was so good. That was very so good. so good. Um, I'm also, of course, a chunky monkey partisan as a as a banana freak. Well, yeah, um, I can't get behind that, but um, I respect regular you. Damn minion over here, the way I love banana flavor. I don't even. I don't think the minions know what they're saying when they say that. You don't think? I, now let me ask you this: Have yeah. you ever seen any minions movie? No. Me neither. <laughs> Do they actually eat bananas? They might. Well, they say banana, and yeah. I definitely have seen an image of them holding a banana. Yeah, but I mean, like, I don't know if they eat the banana. There's a million artists online who are making minions. No, I feel like I've imagery. seen like a thing from a trailer where they're holding a banana or something. I feel like there's like a scene where they're where one of them is holding up a banana, and they all reverently say banana. You know what? I did see the first Despicable Me in theaters. Oh wow. I, I yeah, but I that has to have been a decade ago. I I constantly think of torturing myself by watching all of them in one day. I don't think I would like it, uh, but I I have a self flagellation instinct. When Emily, it comes to why do you do this stuff? <laughs> you don't need to. I know, you, but what else am I gonna like, do with like, my damn life? <laughs> Emily, do you do we need to spend more time together? Do you like? I I yeah, I'd love to hang out with you. With no, <laughs> no, no. All right, here's what I want. I want people to tweet at us and tell us if they think the minions eat a banana. But you can only you're only allowed to do it if you've never seen any of the movies or if you don't remember the ones you've seen at all. I don't want any. I don't want any experienced answers. I wanna I wanna get the uh, I wanna get the gauge of non minions viewers. Who think they eat the bananas versus the ones who think they just talk about bananas? And can you just tweet at the House of Snacks uh, uh, account, Emily? You are loved, and you don't need to hurt yourself with movies. 
yeah, tweet that and then and then hashtag it. Yes, they eat the bananas, or no, I don't <laughs> think they eat the bananas. <laughs> but they, I mean, they gotta eat Perfect. something, right? I mean, okay, so they do they have to eat something? Well, I don't know. Also, because I know I know in one of them from trailers that they that it's like the minions throughout history. Yeah, are they and immortal the whole... or are they just sort of self replicating? I think that they are they are a a a you know a, a society. I think that maybe there's probably like baby minions and stuff like that. And I know like their whole thing is that they work for the most evil person in the world. And, and I know from Tumblr screenshots on the internet that they were they were canonically frozen in a cave throughout much of the 20th century to explain why they didn't work for Hitler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. But I mean like okay. Gru is still not the most evil person on Earth. Like well, have they, we there's the, have we active seen the genocides Can... <laughs> happening in the world that they should be helping with if That's they're true. really that evil. That's true. I mean, how, I guess I, I I guess we the movie we don't necessarily know for sure that they're measures for evil are are above reproach. Do you know what I mean? Like it could be. Yeah, like, they could be, the, have flawed the, reasoning. Yeah, exactly. See, this is why I have to watch all the Minion movies. No, it isn't! <laughs> you can just wonder. You can just live with a question mark inside your head. That, that, I don't, I don't, that's not how I operate. <laughs> oh no, I know. Hey, Emily, here's, here's a, here's a, here's a question for you. What happens at the end of the second The Raid movie? <laughs> oh, okay. there's a question for you to okay. find out, and we can you could maybe watch like a good movie that you could talk to your best friend about. It's That's a movie true. that she I, loves. I, I should watch both of those movies. You're you're not wrong. I can't. You've what got... happens at the end of Dread, starring Carl Urban? Well, I have I've actually seen oh, that okay. movie multiple times, but it had, the last time I saw it was many years ago, and I actually that don't remember obsessed. the ending. <laughs> uh, but I do like that movie. I do remember enjoying it quite a bit both times I saw it. Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah. Good ass film. It is, a, it is a good ass film. Carl Urban, he gets it done. We have we have this discussion on a yes. Patreon episode. Yes, we did. Go to patreon.com slash house of snacks if you want to listen to us talk about Carl Urban a lot. Um anyway, I would buy these again and I would eat these again. These are yeah. it's a great Pop Tart flavor. Mm-hmm. Um I still think blueberry is my favorite, but like I think Wildberry might be my favorite. Well, yeah, Wildberry was definitely my favorite as a kid, and I still like it a lot as an adult. Yeah. But as an adult, I get through half a Wildberry, and I'm like, and I'm like, Oof, I need to sit down. I need to take yeah, a nap. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Um, Shall we get on to our next snack? Fresca grapefruit citrus original flavor as a flavored sparkling soda water with less than one percent fruit juice and as a product of the Coca-Cola company. Citric acid, concentrated grapefruit juice, and aspartame give this tart tonic its signature citrus flavor. And you know it contains phenylalanine. Potassium sorbate is in the can too to protect the flavor, but will you need a warning from Diet Coke and Lilith to protect your taste buds? Let's find out. Have you had Fresca before? Yes, but it's been a very long time. 
I think the last time I had a Fresca was also the first time I had a Fresca, which coincidentally was also the first time I had vodka, uh, the uh-huh. famous night where I got really trashed on uh, vodka Frescas because it yes. was the first time I'd ever drank alcohol in my life. Yeah, we have discussed that on have this I told you the, podcast. Have I told you the end consequence of that night? No, I don't think so. It's 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 All right. So I got real trashed on vodka Frescas. This was at a college party. I right. was 21 years old, officer. I was I was nineteen. I was nineteen. I don't think they something. can get you for that at this point. <laughs> um, I drank way too many vodka frescas, and then at one point, um, we had all kind of gathered. Uh, actually, we had uh, we the the room kind of naturally split where all the gay people were hanging out inside, uh-huh. uh, playing uh, ping pong. There was a ping pong table in there, right. and uh, all the straight people were outside. And because I was deep in the closet, I was d- embedded uh, uh, in the closet. Uh-oh. I was Uh-oh. I was outside. I was with the straights doing gonzo journalism. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I was doing. I was con- trying to get the closet. inside scoop. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's going on in the closet? Yeah. Um. So the straights and me. Uh, uh-huh. And probably a couple other people <laughs> were not straight. We would find later on. We yeah. were outside, sitting around a like a fire pit. Didn't have a fire in it, but we were sitting around it anyway. Uh-huh. And I was real trashed. And then it got to the point where people started telling um, gross out stories. Like people, were, we were just going back and forth, telling increasingly gross stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there were a couple puke, a couple vomit stories in a row. And. The smoothest I've ever been at that level of drunkenness. I mm. after one of them, I stood up and I said, "Speaking of vomit," and then I turned around. I walked, I calmly walked straight to the bathroom, and I was in there the rest of the night puking. Wow! Um, and I and, that and, is impressive. That's, <laughs> right? that's a good bit. <laughs> it was a good bit, and a lot of people the next day were like, "Hey, that was a good bit." Sorry that you clearly felt like oh, shit the whole rest of the night, but yeah, yeah. But I went out on a good bit. I always commit to the bit. That's the lesson. Yeah. So I part of me does wonder, like, am I gonna get a sense memory when I when I sniff this fresca? Is it just gonna mm-hmm. like, am I gonna gag because it's gonna remind me of that moment? We'll the see. only time I can remember drinking fresca is at a girl who I was um, dating her like in high school, uh-huh. her house, um, and um, her. Her parents were these two lesbians. One time we went and, uh, and, um, you know, how, how it happens. I didn't mean to do that. That was an accident. Sure. Um, one of her moms said, um, whoa. whoa. And then I had a fresco. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> and then I okay. had a fresco. <laughs> <laughs> so fresca kind of uh, on, on different levels, kind of a traumatic drink for both of us. We're, Let's we're... <laughs> drink fresca. One last thing I do want to say is that the I, I find it very interesting that the can describes it as a sparkling soda water, as yeah. if it's like a Lacroix. I it has it has aspartame in it, and I definitely remember it. Yeah. it being more like a diet soda than a than a, a quote soda water. But uh, by the way, I have a two liter, and I didn't bring a cup, so I'm just gonna <laughs> drink straight from this motherfucker. I got I I could only find um. 12 packs, which I didn't want to buy because it's too yeah. much money to spend on fucking Fresca. But I was lucky yeah. enough to find um, a six-pack of the baby cans, the little mini cans. Oh, yeah. There you go. All right. Bottoms up. It's strange. 
<laughs> yes. It's it's it it tastes more like a diet soda than not, but I will mm-hmm. admit it is not it doesn't quite taste like a like a diet squirt which I've had or a diet Shasta grapefruit yeah. which I've had. It's not quite there. There's like a little bit of a I will hand it to it a little bit of a more like um it's very minimal, but it's like it, it's almost edging more a little bit in the um, Orangina category we've talked about mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. A, a Duff Larange <laughs> also in that category. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it. It does. It it does. I, I I you know what? I got some of my pop tart left, and in the Sopranos, I was gonna take. I just took another bite. Yeah, to in the Sopranos, check what the pairing is like. Yeah, he go. He does go back to back. He takes a bite and a sip, right like that. So I'm gonna have to do that myself. I don't think it's gonna I've be good. Done it. It's not good. It's weird. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That's so weird. Ralph Cifaretto, you freak. What is this? Yeah. I don't... <laughs> That's so bad. That's such a bad combo. Like, I like the Pop-Tarts on their own, obviously. It's a wood yes. by Woody. We've already said that. Uh-huh. And I, this Fresca's not bad. I, You know, to yeah. me, as a grapefruit lover, as a diet soda lover, this Fresca's not bad. But put them together directly like that, like he does mm-hmm. on the show. Mm-hmm. It's... I won't say it's the it's worst thing I've ever shit. had, but it's 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 freak shit. It's shocking and it's not good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's you know that's just show goes to show what a what a what a good show The Sopranos is because that character is like his whole deal is that he's kind of like unhinged and mm-hmm. uh, there are always even in the even in the little bits of set dressing they're they're constantly committed to that characterization of the character. Mm-hmm. So I think we need a third rating. So <laughs> yeah, for the for the combination. <laughs> To Fresca, it's fine. It's a wouldn't buy wood drink. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same place. I and I uh, I like there's there's I like it, but there's truly no reason for me mm-hmm. not to buy either a diet squirt or a diet Shasta grapefruit. Mm-hmm. So would would drink would not buy for me as well. The combo would not buy would not eat. It's, would it's, not it's, buy it's, would not no. eat. <laughs> it's vile. Real pervert shit. Absolute pervert shit. Um, can't I can't I I I, I uh, Mr. Pantoliano. I cannot sanction your buffoonery. Yeah, <laughs> no. snack combination. Um, it's not good, folks. Get it out of here. <laughs> Get that shit out of here. Um. Well, in the spirit of the Sopranos, what um, do we do now? <laughs> Well, I remember last week the egg hatched, and then I just kind of—I yeah. remember seeing something so horrible that I—I I passed out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just kind of—you went down the stairs, and then I heard you pass out, and then I just kind of left. I'm sorry. That was probably not a good friend thing for me to do. Hey, uh, you know, I don't blame you. I—I I woke up in bed. Oh, good. S- seemingly fine. So, okay. whatever was down there, I, I suppose it's—it took care of me. I, Ooh, I guess that actually is a little that uh, now that I unsettling. think about it, kind of unsettling. <laughs> um, let you let, let you know what? Let me just go back downstairs, see what's up. Maybe I, I mean, it's been a week. I don't think, uh, you know, if I probably shouldn't have left a fresh, a fresh hatched snack keeper unattended for a week, but um, yeah, uh, let's yeah. just go see what's down there. Yeah, let's go. I'll go with you this time. Cool. Dunk, 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 dunk. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's like gross down here. Yeah, it's kind of it's musty. It smells 
interesting. Yeah. What? Wait. That that dark corner. There's yeah. some kind of movement there. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's a real joke. <laughs> I'm really joking. Oh God. <laughs> uh, do you need like a Heimlich or something? No, I need a sip of water because I'm. <laughs> I choked on my own spit like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. That's probably mean. Well, hello. Oh Giant shit! Coke oh my god! And Lilith. Oh, you're wait. Is I the snack keeper? Like your own entity now, Junior. That's right. Oh, I don't okay, know if junior. I can enter the snack realm. The snack okay. dimension is what we call it, of course. What you yep. call it? I'm new to this world. Yeah, you're like a little baby, but you sound a million years old. That's correct. I, I've, I've inherited my parents' voice. I spent the last week sustaining myself on the fluids in my egg. <sighs> You'll notice it's, uh, it's, 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 it's nice and clean in here because I've been licking the egg off the floor to sustain myself. Oh, God. That's really it's, gross. It was delicious. It's, 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 a, it's a, all snack keepers talk about how the best meal they've ever had in their life is their first week of existence where they sustain themselves on the egg. Do we need to throw other food down here now then? I, I mean, I can, I can just, I can come upstairs and leave now. <laughs> Oh, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't strong enough now, but I don't know if I'll be able to enter the snack dimension. I may have to. Uh, I may just have to like be one of your here. roommates. Oh, okay. Well, um, I suppose we'll... you could just bring food to the house of snacks, and I could live here. We'll get you in on the chore wheel. Um, <laughs> what? What the hell? Yeah, I mean, what? You want to be a roommate, but you don't want to be on the fucking chore wheel? I. Well, we don't really have what? What? What did you call it? Ch- chore wheels? I, the chore wheel. Yeah, I, yeah. And of course, I say we don't have that in the snack dimension, even though I've never been to the snack dimension because yeah. I have all of my parents' memories. That's how oh. being a snack keeper works. Okay. But I will say, for uh-huh. I have their memories. I do not have their opinions. Oh, okay. So just, I, I don't know why I'm phrasing it like this, but um, for those listening to get a feel who I am, uh-huh. I have all of the Snack Keeper's memories. Yep. I know everything that they experienced and know, yep. but I have my own opinions. <laughs> this uh-huh. is a, this, you, you can think of this as something as a canon reset for the God Snack Keeper. Okay. I'm like the same person, but maybe I'm... Maybe I'm not like a weird bigot like that other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of seemed like maybe that was an albatross there's, hanging there's, around the neck of a. There is continuity. <laughs> I remember things. Yes, but I think gay people should have rights. Actually. Oh, cool. You mean like me and Diet Coke? Like we should have rights? Yeah, that's correct. Oh, thanks. I, you know, one of the rights that we have is the right to, you know, maybe make you be the one who takes out the trash or cleans okay, up the dishes. Okay, well, that's, I suppose that's fine. Are you, do you, you two don't live here in the house of snack week. I can just kind of make not this full time. time. Yeah. Well, sure. Yeah. I suppose the, the idea of a chore wheel was foreign to me, but if I'm living here, I'm assuming I'm taking out the trash. And... You're going to be like picking up after yourself and stuff. Of course. Yeah. I lick the floors clean like all snack keepers do. I'll do that daily. Okay. Well, I guess that works. Is there is there is there a problem with that? Is that not how it typically tip tick 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 uh, uh is that not how it goes in the Do you know the... like what mops are? 
Mops. I, uh, uh, no. Okay. Then, yeah, you can just, like, floor clean. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> okay. okay, perfect. So we're, we're in agreement. <laughs> I don't feel like teaching you what a mop is. And, and I wouldn't want to know. It's not who I am. You know, I don't know if I can return to the snack dimension. I'm a little afraid to try. Yeah, uh, I don't yet know if I have thing. pixie dust long immunity, of course. So I think I, I might just be a, a snack keeper who lives in this dimension for now. We'll see mm-hmm. what happens. Okay. Did you have any other questions? No, no, I don't think so. I think I've got a well, pretty good... goodbye, ghosts and ghoulies. The House of Snacks is closed yet again. We'll snack you later. Feels good to have you back. For more from the House of Snacks, visit patreon.com slash house of snacks. That's patreon.com slash house of S-N-A-X.